Welcome to Such Fun, a podcast devoted to the discussion, education, and celebration of all things fisting. If you're a curious newbie or an elbow deep connoisseur, this podcast is for you. We are two gays that love to fist. I'm Big Butt Geek. And I'm Jazmataz. We're going to have such, such fun. fun. Such fun. Such fun. <laughs> that was cute. Such fun. <laughs> all right, and we are back. How you doing, love? You're right, Sheila. I'm doing great. I'm doing spiffing. Um, Big Butt Geek has built himself a pillow fort this over is, there in I London. S- <laughs> I'm not in. The, I'm not in the quietest of spaces, so I'm doing everything I can to <laughs> minimise the background sound. Um, although there might be a slight like ruffling of sheets. Um, it looks like but, you, um, you're just must. enjoying your, your quarantine, enjoying your isolation there in your pillow fort for I, the winter. I, I've, just com- I've just completely given up on civilised society now. <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> this is where I live now, under the covers. <laughs> uh, just masturbating and eating cake. Oh. To be fair, that's what I did before a pandemic. So it's my, Sounds right <laughs> up my alley. really changed. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Staying home and baking? Like, oh God. I'm like, no, no, this... This was always the case. <laughs> You're doing life well. I'm I'm not much of a baker, so uh, please feel free to bring baked goods across the channel shall next I, time. Shall I tell you what I what I what I've made? Please do. Because not, not, then I'll start a Nigella has a new series. <laughs> so Nigella has a new series. So I've done a chocolate banana and tahini pudding. Ooh. With tahini with tahini and double cream. Tahini, goodness, I can't even imagine. Yeah, that. it's really good. It's really good. No, we no we we thought what's what's that going to be like. Um, turns out it's almost, I mean, you could put peanut butter in its place, but tahini just gives it, um, just a more mellow, nutty flavour. It sounds nice and experimental. It It sounds, um... It was really good. It's, it's all the rage these days, isn't it? To go that extra length and, and put in some ingredient that's kind of left field and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Nice. We've done that and then we did cheesecake ice cream. Um, mm. That was amazing, and then you do this like cherry sauce on the sides. Um, it's so alcoholic. It's amazing. Why did you so, not yeah. bake when you were staying at my place? Can we do that next time? I didn't know that was an option. So um, sure. I have an oven. <laughs> Germans oh, do love a good bake off. <laughs> I have that with someone else as well. They're like, "Well, next time you're here, you'll have to you have to bake." I'm like, "Okay, fine." I feel a bit weird baking other people's kitchen. No, please well. bake all you want. I have a okay. great stash of weed as well, so um, you can include that in, oh your, my God. in great. your baking great. plans. Okay, it's on. Um, anyway, so um, I just got off the phone with you in which we had a, a bit of a catch-up, and um, the reason I got off the phone while you were setting up Zoom and everything uh, so that we could see each other while we talk is because I had to run to the toilet, and that is because <laughs> I am trying out a new douching method. Um, and... I thought it was an appropriate time of the day to do it because we are recording this episode about, you guessed it, douching. And douching Ooh. techniques, tips and tricks, methods, tried and true methods, uh, things that have gone wrong, um, all the, the fun, the pain, the pleasure of douching. <laughs> the excruciating embarrassment of it all. <laughs> I'm never embarrassed about shit anymore. I love talking about shit. Do you know this is this this is one of the one of the points I really wanted to hit home with this. I I mean, as soon as I kind of mentioned to people that we were gonna gonna be doing this podcast, people were like, "Are you going to talk about douching? Are you, are you going to give tips on it?" 
And I think, I mean, I'm kind of skipping to the end in a way. Like, I think it's, I mean, I mean, I mean, we'll get into some horror stories and things. Um, but I, it, I think it is such a personal thing. But if there's one kind of piece of advice I give for any, I, th- I think even, even, even if you're not a fist or a kingster, you just really have to get comfortable with it. And, and like talking about shit and douching. And I mean, I know you've experienced it. I've, I've probably done it in front of you where you're just, all, you know, you know, you're being a group or maybe one on one and you're just all intimately familiar with each other's bowel movements. And it's just as and, it, and it's just as like normal as some some saying, you know, I've got a bit of a headache today. Oh, do you? Or maybe try this. It's, it's like, mm. God, I had a giant shit today. Or like, oh, it was just the runs early. Like, I oh, really, babe. OK. And it's not this like, oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Because I mean, I mean, people that are not into this, they kind of go like, so are you like into scat are you into shit and it's like i'm not no that's a whole other thing i'm not, not into no it at all. <laughs> not no. but i will say your but your threshold for it your kind of tolerance of shit and accidents is like it, next level it's increased tenfold i kind of i kind of feel it's a bit like you know some people are like really like scared of blood they're like yeah. they, they you know they cannot deal with it uh-huh. I'm okay with blood. Like if someone's bleeding, I'll I'll help them. I'll 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 do whatever. Some people just they you know they what, what's it called like a hemophiliac? I think it's called. Am I making that up? I think philiac um, is the opposite. That's like a love of blood, isn't it? I don't know hemophiliac. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I I, I have I have a friend and she and she can't deal with blood. I, you know can't, can't yeah. kind of blood taken. Um, I mean I'm I'm like that with vomit. Like I cannot help you. Like I like think if everybody's you, like if you're vomiting. Like vomit, I can't. Right? Yeah. Well, no. Some people they're like, okay, let's let's deal with the vomit. Someone's vomiting. I'm just like, no, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Some people are more pragmatic, of course. And I'm sure if you're like a medical professional, you don't even think about it anymore when it comes to things like yeah. vomit and blood. Um. No, I love shit. I, I have, um, <laughs> I, I've even in recent years. Have it all over me. Mm. Mm, um, mm. In and around my, no. Um, I, with, with certain fist friends, we'll even have what we like to call douching parties where before the fisting begins, you, you know, you're, you're doing your process and uh, it's not a problem if, the other person comes into the bathroom while it's happening and you have a chat and not not really about the shit necessarily but about all sorts of different things especially like it started with my best friend a number of years ago um we were mostly mm. fisting with each other at that point and so it was like douching party time you know um and i i must say i appreciate this um demystifying and and maybe just normalizing let's just say normalizing um the process of douching before your glorious fist session um, because you want to feel comfortable. The whole fisting process is about feeling comfortable. Um, when you feel relaxed, then your mind can turn to getting horny. Whereas if you're kind of thinking, oh, I'm, I'm ashamed of what I'm doing in preparation for the fist session, then you're delaying the, the opportunity to, to get in the mood. That's the way I think of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've even gone gone to further lengths to say or to 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 think of it in terms of I'm I want to create a pleasurable atmosphere for myself. Um, I want to use the douching as um, kind of like a little a little slide into my fisting session. Um, so making it as pleasurable as possible, putting on some music. I'm often douching with my headphones on, listening to some Whitney Houston or what have you. Um, you know, it's just like 
taking time for you, getting getting in touch with your body, feeling yourself. Yeah, it it really shouldn't be this stressful event. That's what I've learned because it of course, like with be. anything, it because because like with anything, if if you're if you're stressed, your body just reacts to that and it just doesn't really do what you want it to do. So I've noticed, like I have to like for me, I have to give myself at least two hours. I find. Just to kind of, it might not take that long, but I just find that just kind of puts me at ease. Like, okay, this is going to be like a nice, easy process. We're going to do a round. We'll come back to it later. We'll see what, we'll see what gravity does. Um, and, then we'll, mm-hmm. and then, you know, might have to do another round. Um, yeah, so, so it has to, I, mean, I wouldn't say I enjoy douching, but it's not, it's not this stressful thing to me. Yeah. Which has taken a while to get to that point. Oh, same. Agreed. Um, I want to take it back. So we're going to, one of our ideas was to, to give everybody listening some helpful tips to improve their douching. And I'm sure you have plenty. Um, and, but I want to, I want to take it back first to, uh, years gone by, you know, um, to, to our worst douching experiences ever. (laughs) Would you like to begin BBG? Um. Well, I mean, back in the early days, I didn't realize it was just good etiquette to um to just kind of come pre-douched or at least do most of the groundwork before you arrived. So at least you just rock up and be like, yeah, I need to just clean my butt, um, you know, two hours later. And it's just obviously the person hosting me has just lost all interest. <laughs> so that was, um, you yeah, don't do that. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, there's situations where like, you know, you might not have had chance to properly clean or you might arrive like hey can i just do another rat like you know i've brought i've bought my nozzle can i just do another checkup and i think 99.9 percent of fisters will be like yeah of course like hmm. here are the bathroom facilities enjoy yourself um so that's fine um i think i think the probably the, some of the worst advice i ever took was from people who love to like starve themselves oh yeah fisting. yeah um so whether that be just really limit their diet or literally just starve themselves for two days mm. first of all i um i am not that organized um I, so I, the idea of like planning visiting sessions like days and days in advance like i'm i can't do that but then i realized very quickly that that was some of the worst cleanouts i ever had because my because i'm not used to starving myself i'm i'm one of these people that eats like every three to four hours mm-hmm. so my body just didn't know what to do in that situation so I'll tell you what my body does. It just goes into like hyper eject mode. So I was just running to the toilet constantly. And you'd be like, but there's nothing in there. There's nothing. I just had like a protein shake and a banana. Like, oh no, it, it fat. I don't know. It just doesn't know. So you, you would have it. like, you would have like dry, dry douches. Like it would come out and nothing like just water would come out constantly, but you couldn't stop. No, just like, just like watery, insipid, just like, like if it was just like, oh, that's a turd. That's a turd, you know. Like, okay, we we got we got rid of the turd. That's great. <laughs> um, but it it was just like, you know, just like yeah. just a bit of all the time. Yeah, yeah. So and it, and it was always as well for like group sessions. And I, there was two in particular. Um, oh god, I, I have like PTSD thinking of it because <laughs> it was just that constant thing. Like all evening, and people were like, yeah, I want to fist you, I want to do this, and they get in, and then it's like, so. Um, you might want to pop to the bathroom. I'm like, oh my God. Like I've been, I've been starving myself for this. I've been cleaning out for hours. How am I still not clean? And it would just be like a, like, you know, as a, I, I don't have a word for it. I just have a noise, which is just like, 
you know, just like not even like a wow, oh wow, there was something trapped in that. It was just like a, like what is this? <laughs> like uh, yeah, so those were the worst experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people have a lot of like diet tips, like what to eat, what not to eat. I yeah. I am like intimately familiar of now, like what will come out exactly as it went in. Like oh, whole yes. mushrooms have come out of me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Tomato skins, yeah, potato exactly. skins. Oh, yes. McDonald's, mm. M- McDonald's fries. If you don't chew it, nothing else is going to happen to it on the way down. <laughs> I'm telling you now. <laughs> they look exactly the same. I mean, everybody's known yeah. for a while that McDonald's is not something that's digestible, right? That's why... Yeah, no, but literally, literally so, like... Yeah, so like plastic. nothing happened to it in the process in your digestive system. It's exactly the same coming out. So, yeah, if you didn't chew it, like, <laughs> nothing else is happening. You can use that to your Other- advantage, though. Um, if you eat, so you make sure that the last thing you eat before before you fast, if you're going to fast, um, you make sure it's something that's very recognizable in your shit, like, um, I don't know, peas or something. Um, mm. Or like tomatoes, so that you can see the skin when it comes out. And when it does come out, you or know that seeds that- as well. Seeds as well. Seeds. It's the last thing, and if it, if you see it come out, at the other end, you're like, yep, all right, there's nothing left. Um, I, don't, I don't work by that method, personally. Um, let me tell you my, my little horror story. I distinctly remember it would have been fairly early in my, in my uh, douching career that I was, um, I was not... I had no idea how to do it properly, and I would, um, I would douche for hours on end... And by that, I mean with the water constantly running, like two hours of douching my guts out. Um, and <laughs> it must have been, I had had some particularly wonderful party the day before where I had decided to not only get drunk, but also eat copious amounts of potatoes and tomatoes and carrots mm. um, and peas. Oh. And it may have even been a Christmas celebration. It sounds like it was by the by the sound of all the all the veggies and probably like a massive roast that my husband had cooked and so let's picture boxing day and i'm sitting on the shower floor with the water having run through my guts for two hours and i am surrounded on the floor with potato skins and tomato skins (laughs) and a mountain of shit and you you can picture it like a baby like in a baby's pose like with its with its feet kind of splayed out uh and just the the bare bottom looking incredibly brown and unhappy and me just sitting there crying thinking how am i ever going to get to my my um my fist session now it's it's useless and my guts were so sore from from these hours of douching um thankfully that's something that never happens to me anymore and that's because mostly through trial and error uh, and talking to friends i've um you know i've worked out far better ways to douche um specifically the the need to stop the need to only like you should only douche for i'd say maximum 10 minutes at a time um in fact there's mm. a there's a specific method i want to mention later um where you don't even need that but what i tend to do is um Five to ten minutes, stop, go and do a bunch of other things like preparing lube, um, talking to my playmate if if they're around, um, coming back later, having, you know, in that in the meantime, you let your guts kind of work through 
the digestion process, which is like, I mean, that's the job they're supposed to. Contrary to popular belief, your guts are not actually for fisting, they're for digesting food. So, uh, you know. Shocker, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it first. You heard it first. At, uh, Some people fun. consider it a one-way street. Who knew? <laughs> um, yeah, so let Muggles. your guts do their work. <laughs> What's your take on that? How do, how do you douche these days? Um, uh, begrudgingly. Um, uh-huh. No, um, I mean, I, the biggest thing um, I do now is fibre supplements. Um. So I get, um, I mean, I've tried like some proper branded ones, but now I just get like the psyllium husks yeah, cool. from any like drugstore, um, Same. food store, whatever. Yeah, yeah, much cheaper. It's, it's, it's the core ingredient that's in all these things like Pure for Men and all that, all that stuff. Which it's, is, like, that's, <gasps> these things are so overpriced. Pure for Men is so overpriced. Yeah. Pure and for Men. People if, re- so I, if, yeah, I, I know people that have gotten really well with it and other people like they're just like, like the douching was even worse. Pure for um, men. If you're if you're listening, we are open for a sponsorship. Yeah, <laughs> I am willing to try again. Um, actually, no, I don't think I've used pure for men. I've used like another one. I think it was called like Take Two, which was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found those ones had like really specific um, instructions. Like you had to do like a course of them, um, which was weird. I mean, psyllium husk. I've either, I I learned to kind of take them with any meal. That mm. I knew wasn't very like fiber heavy. Like if it, it was just eating shit, you know. Like I know, okay, there's there's nothing nutritional in this, so I'm gonna have some fiber supplements with it, or have it like before bed. Yeah. Um. So th- those are the times I take it, and I and I really love it because it just it does just compact everything together. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's good. So you're not having this kind of just constant stream of blur. Um, although yeah. I do find like when I do, when I do need, need the toilet, I essentially give, give birth to like a giant sweet potato. Gorgeous. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'm literally like, should I take a photo? Cause that's just, you should like a little baby. You should put googly eyes on it and draw a little <gasps> mouth and put some hair Sometimes on it. Sometimes it's like coming up above the water and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, that's disgusting. But equally like, oh, that's my but little it's baby. Mine. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> it's, it's huge and it's mine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, do, do I document this? Can um, I can I mention yeah. something quickly about the fiber? Um, mm. So, a friend told a friend reminded me recently. Um, fiber supplements are fantastic to take, as you, as you say, um, in making your shit clump together. He told me two interesting things. Uh, number one, it will a fiber supplement will make your shit. Uh, will compound your shit to up to 40 times the volume. Um, oh. Yeah, up to 40 times, right? <laughs> I freaked out when I heard that. I was like, "You got, does that mean I'm filling my guts full of full of my shit up to like 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 that's the whole i would imagine that's almost the whole track but i do find like it's really heavy like oh here okay. comes a big one like i can feel it working its way down <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know when you're yeah. empty then, right? Um, oh, yeah. And the second thing was, um, don't take it on the day of play. Because fiber mm. encourages digestion, right? The more there is, I guess, there's something to do with that, uh, the more it wants to come down. Um, or the, like, the more it's coming together, the easier it is to come down, all that. Um, he says, and, and I totally agree with this, um, take it up to the day before. So take it maybe the evening of, of the day before, Mm. Uh, with your last supper, um, 
and not on the day of, because if you're taking it on the day of fisting, uh, it keeps encouraging digestion. So when you're douching and after when you're playing and everything, it's possible that you know your, douche, your, your digestion doesn't want to stop because there's still fiber in there. Um, <clears throat> so be careful of that. Uh, I tend to go by the rule of digestion takes 12 to 24 hours. So anything that you eat in that time um, will still, you know, you can, you can calculate whether it'll still be in your body. Um, so that's, I think goes in the direction of, you know, certain people say I fast the day of, um, yeah. or I have my last meal the night before. So that 24 hours later, it's, I, you know, I can't do that go though. Uh, I get so hangry though. Mm. Same. I can I can which I mean, even just, uh, you know, yeah. So the idea of like starving yourself, um, yeah, yeah, for like twelve hours or or even longer before. I have zero energy. I'm not in the mood to do anything. Mm. Um, and then I have no stamina at all. Yeah, because there's just nothing in my stomach as well. Um, yeah. So I just find there's some of the worst play play sessions because I'll just give up after now and go. God, I'm really fucking hungry. Can we just can we get a burger now? Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's crap, really. Yeah, and I get that. I'm, so I'm a bit the same. Um, I mean, I get maybe I don't have like a Domino's pizza beforehand. Um, <laughs> after, brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say that when it's the times when I do eat very healthy, and you know I do have like kind of fresh stuff. That's the stuff which, which, which as 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 we mentioned, like skins and seeds and things. So when I eat healthy, I find they're the more difficult cleanouts. Whereas actually, when I think yes. sometimes I'm like, oh god, I had like like fast food yesterday I had a pizza oh god this can be terrible oh honey it's it's done it's wow. done <laughs> like i don't know i think it's because the body is because it's just so artificial <laughs> your body's like get this shit out of me I don't yeah need it's just it's just like compact it get 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 rid of it whereas if something kind of good for you the body's like mm, let me hold on to it right so i have, <laughs> like, I, have a, a, I don't want to let it go <laughs> i can clarify that from a from a, a bit of a scientific perspective i suppose um everything that is um, simple carbohydrates is digest really easily, digested really easily. Mm. So if you have like, I don't know, two minute noodles with some tomato sauce, uh, the night before, you know, that that's going to be completely out of you by the time you want to play the next day. If you're eating things with, uh, complex carbohydrates, too much fiber, let's say vegetables, um, things with seeds and things with skins, meat, meat is probably the worst. Um, I find meat takes the longest to digest red meat in particular. Um, Mm. and it stinks. It makes your shit really stink. Um, so I'd say, and I'm like, I've been experimenting with, um, with not eating meat a fair bit this year. And I find without a doubt when I haven't eaten meat, my douching time is halved and it doesn't stink as much. And it just feels better going out. I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you exactly why I'm not a scientist, but, um, there's definitely that. So consider cutting meat out of your diet if you're going to be douching out your food. Um, having said that, and I want to go back quickly to the fiber. I have a friend who's a vegan, or until recently was a vegan. This is this is a funny story. So he swore by his veganism. He'd done it since, I think, late last year. And over the course of this year, he had developed digestion problems. Um, I forget what you call irritable bowel syndrome is what he suspected mm. he had um you know where your your shitting just becomes completely um um 
unpredictable <clears throat> and you have to do it a number of times a day and all that stuff. And due to coronavirus, he wasn't able to see a specialist for the longest time. Ended up going to see one in October and they did a bunch of tests. Turns out he was eating too much fiber. Having a plant-based diet meant that um, there was so much fiber intake that yeah. it was feeding the bacteria in his gut way too much. And, you know, they were multiplying it at uh, too high a rate. And so that was what was causing the, the irritable bowel. Um, and so now he's on a diet of mostly ve uh, mostly meat, like fish and wow. chicken or something. It's crazy and steak and stuff because that's what his body needed. And um, I mean, also, you have to bear in mind that everybody is different, but do take fiber supplements. Don't I'd say don't put too much emphasis on eating fruit and vegetables, especially before you're douching. Um, and perhaps also generally just to avoid this potential problem of feeding your gut bacteria too much. Um, yeah, that's my two cents for now. Um, well, I'm not much of a scientist, but I do know warm water all the way. But then maybe, then sometimes I like to finish off with some cold water. Yeah, tell me more. Why is um, that? That's all I have, right? <laughs> no, I think just I think just warm water, obviously, just kind of like around the hole, in the hole, oh. just kind of get everything. Like it just makes your hole just kind of go. Uh. Oh, man, after my own heart, like, we're a, gonna be yes. okay. We're gonna be okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be okay. Even more I'm than here that, with you. It's it's like the moment you point some nice warm water at your hole. Don't put it. I wouldn't put it in because I I'm also someone yeah, who yeah. loves hot temperature, and so I I oh, I'd have scalding hot showers. Yeah. So. I, which is not good for your skin, but, um, I pointed at the hole. I don't go in with it because that would just burn your insides. Um, and the moment you do, it's like this, this, this ultimate relaxation. As you say, everything's going to be okay. It's, I liken it to, um, like a mama pup, a, a mama dog licking her puppy's assholes to encourage, to mm. encourage them to poo. Um, I think it's the same thing. So not only do you get this kind of happy feeling, but the moment I get the hot water on my asshole, things start to come down. It's almost like if the digestion yeah. suddenly forgot to do what it's supposed to do, it's like a reminder. It's like, ah, oh, oh yeah, there have it you comes. ever sorry, have you ever experienced people? I know I know we're too savvy for this, for this, for such for, for such a rookie move. But have you ever experienced other people they've like put like soap? Or like shower gel up their butts. I've heard of it. I have heard of it. Yeah, because um, they think it will clean them better. Oh, they they think it's supposed to clean them. Yeah. Oh. I, <laughs> I can't remember if I told this story already. Um, but I'll go tell it again. Do it. <laughs> so I had one guy not too long ago who I'd played with before, um, and it was all fine that first time we played. And the second time, um. So he, so he wasn't all that clean um, to begin with. I was a bit like, mm. and my, and my general rule is like, I don't care, you know, if there's a bit of, should we call it debris, a bit of residue, I'm like, okay, there's just a little something. You know what I mean? It's fine. Sure. If I can smell it, then I know there's more where that came yes. from. And that's Absolutely. when I will that's kind of march someone to a bathroom. That's a good rule. And I expect from. the same of me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Generally, yeah. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. Um, that should be the title of this episode. No. I just wanted to call the episode <laughs> shit. Shit. Ah, shit, man. Ah, shit. Um, ah, shit. Shit, Sheila. Sh ah, shit, Sheila. Um, 
Yeah, so he wasn't entirely clean. And then, so he went in the shower, did whatever, came back, and then I was in, hands, the hands were in. And then between the, oh yeah, he didn't, he didn't arrive with lube either. So this was not going well. He hadn't cleaned up properly. He didn't bring his own lube. So I was not, I was not best pleased with him. Yeah. And then get in him. And then there was just a lot of lava started to build up. And I thought, is it the lube? Um, and it would just turn into a bubble bath down there. Jesus. And yeah. So but he put, he'd put shower gel up himself, like at home or whatever. And obviously there was still, and and you know, it's the same for like washing up liquid or anything like that. Mm. Like if there's just a little bit of it left, you're adding water into the mix. So this water-based lube. So it was just creating this lather inside him. Yeah. And it was, and it, and and it was just your great aunt's bubble bath down there, and I was like, this is, I was like, what the hell have you done? And it was like, did you put shower gel up there? Like, yeah, was I not supposed to? I mean, literally, this sort of gormless voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, did you but, did you kick him out at that point? Pretty much, yeah. It was like, oh, can I use your your douching nozzle? I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> it was like, I was like, okay, I don't really know what to do. Then I was like, guess you're gonna have to go. So oh, that's the end of that. <laughs> yeah, you know, savage. you know, someone someone used my douching nozzle once without asking me. Uh, this was at Madrid Pride a couple of years ago. Uh, we were staying in like this big um, this big gay uh, apartment with with acquaintances. Like it was some good friends and some acquaintances. One of these acquaintances used my douche while I was out. I came home, went to go douche. My douche nozzle was sitting on the shower floor. And I came out and I confronted him about it. And I was like, did you use my douche? And he's like, no. What are you talking about? And he was the only one at home at the time who was not my friend. Um, And I still... Sally wasn't after this. (laughs) I still hold it against him. Um, I mean, who... If you're discovered... Look... To all, to all you fisters out there, if I ever catch you using my douche, it's fine. Just admit it. Just say, yes, I used your douche. It's fine. I don't mind. Douches, you know, they can be communal as long as you disinfect it afterwards. But don't you dare fucking lie mm. to me. Um, I'd rather you slap my face and call my mother a racist. But if you use my douching nozzle without my permission, <laughs> it is over. You can slap my face with my douching nozzle if you like. Um <laughs> Okay, so so let's so let's assume it's all gone well, or you or you've or you've done everything you need to do in preparation, and then you get to the session, and then either you or someone else, like, I mean, I I I mean, the expression "shit happens" is never more applicable than it is, I think, to fisting. So it does, like you you can do all the prep in the world, you can be as cl- cl- clean clean as you like, but then when you get down to it. Like, you know, and obviously you're relaxing your whole, your muscles, then something that, you know, if there is a little residual anything, it's going to come out then. What, how do you approach that situation? Whether it's you or somebody else, what are the rules? Okay, well. With fisting with jasmataz. It's interesting because for, for me, it, it it's completely different if it's me or if it's somebody else. Let's start with if it's somebody else. Um, if I'm digging away at somebody's hole and, and I come across a nugget, uh, in true Australian style, I steal it away and pretend that it was never there. Um, <laughs> we had a massive gold rush in Australia. Apparently, I learned recently there's still a bit of a gold rush in Australia. People are still going after yeah. gold nuggets. Um, like we have been for like 250 years. It's crazy. Anyway, um, no, I will literally, if I find a little something, I will take it out of your hole and keep it a secret. <laughs> 
Um, if there's more, I will probably keep going just to see, you know, how you're feeling. If you're still feeling good, I won't say anything. If it starts to smell, I will stop and say, okay, so you mm. want to go to the bathroom now. Um, it, I try to judge it by the situation. Um, what I often find is shit does not feel good for the bottom because um, as far as I understand it, along with the shit comes a chemical that is that is released to I don't know if it's to help the shit come down or something but it's this chemical that that makes the makes your your guts feel kind of unhappy um inflamed or or yeah unhappily activated or something um I think it I just call it the sh- the shitting chemical um the digestion chemical uh and so it's likely that if I can feel shit as the top then the bottom is probably all, already in a place of oh this feels uncomfortable um, if he's not, it doesn't bother me too much. If it starts to smell, then it's a problem. Um, and only then will I let him know. On the other hand, when I bottom, these days, usually if there's shit coming down, I have like a sixth sense about it before I'm aware that it's, you know how you've got that, okay, my rectum is filling up with shit right now. You have that feeling. But you can feel else. you can feel it. I I yeah. I, I I almost always kind of know like no. I need to stop. And so and, and sometimes exactly. the top doesn't even. They go like, oh no, it's fine. I'm like yeah, no, it's not. exactly. Yeah. So I I think this kind of feeling now that you know being both of us being experienced fisters, I think we we start to feel it far far further up. So before the top yeah. feels it, you'll be like ah, oh, there's something not quite right. Um, it's somewhere mm. in my sigmoid or in my descending colon, and um, nine times out of ten, I go and douche, and there's stuff to come out yeah um and already i'm feeling this kind of weird uh this as i said this chemical that that comes down to help the digestion that's making everything feel unhappy um that i get quite strong and uh and i cannot continue i I can't get in the mood um and so for me i've decided these days it's better just to stop and go and douche and get it attended to uh Mm. sooner rather than later because I don't want to hang about with this weird feeling inside trying to get into the mood. Because then I start... See, if I if I ignore that and it's not feeling good, I start to... My head starts to go to places like, oh, maybe I'm not in the mood to get fisted or maybe I'm not into my top or yeah. all this bullshit that, you know, strange places your mind goes to. I, I mean, I get I get asked a lot, oh, do I have any tips on... I, I, mean, I mean, I don't know where people have got the impression I'm an expert says the guy with the fisting podcast. Um, <laughs> whoops. Um, I'm just a homosexual telling stories. Um, well, you know, people, you know, pe- people ask for advice. I think everybody wants that magic, you know, ingredient or formula for like the perfect clean out, the perfect, you know, this, this mm. pr- pristine hole. I don't think there, are, you there know, is, not everybody one. is different. They're really, I mean, there's a few, you know, there's the obvious stuff, fiber, blah, blah, blah. But I think what's more important is just creating an atmosphere where, like, if it happens, it's okay. No one's going to shame you. No one's going to be like, um, yeah, you're not clean. Uh, you need to do something about it. I, 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 I remember, I mean, this was a vanilla hookup um, a couple of years ago. They're the worst. So some, yeah, because, <laughs> well, so it was just it was just this um, American guy visiting London, big old dick. I was like, oh, that'll be fun. So, um uh, yes, exchange numbers. I was going to meet him in ho- in his hotel room, and he was very and he was 
really persistent of like, you need to be here on time. You need to do this. Apparently he had like several people like flake out on him. So he was very much like, are you coming? You need to be here at this time. Blah, blah, blah. He would not accept me being late. So because that made me a bit panicked. Fucking hell, yeah. Um, yeah for, nice. for cleaning out. So I was a bit like, okay. So, I, so I was probably about 90% there. Get on the train, go meet him. Had a lovely chat, got on really well. And then we got down to it. Um, good old time. Um, I probably about, about 15 minutes in. He pulls out and then what I assume, I think there was just a little nugget, you know, um, nothing, you know, it wasn't like I shit all over the bed or anything. <laughs> it was literally like, I mean, I, I mean, I felt nothing. So I know, so I know it was nothing. So it, yeah, I think as he put it, there was just a little nugget on the, on, on the end of his, um, his pee pee. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm, I'm talking about shit, and yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm embarrassed by the, by, the, by the dick or cock. Anyway, that's, that's, that tells you everything. Big old me. dick. Big old dick. It was, it was a nice dick, yeah. Um, and it was like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, there's something there. I was like, okay, well, let, I'll, just, I'll just pop to the toilet. I'm sure it's nothing. Um, but let me just pop to the toilet. And yeah, it was just like, like as I say, just a bit of debris left. It was not, I, I knew there was nothing else lingering. Um, the floodgates did not open. So I came back and I made sure I was, re- you know, very thorough because clearly it freaked him out. Um, came back, I was like, oh, so, so, sorry about that. It's all done. He was already semi-dressed. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was gone like 10 minutes, if that. Pretty much dressed. And he was just like, yeah, it's just, it, it's just a big turn off, quite honestly. Oh, fuck off. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would have I slapped him with my douche. I know, and I was like, okay, well, it was just a little something, it's it's taken care of. He was like, yeah, but generally if there's a little bit, there's probably more lingering. As though, like, he knows my my colon <laughs> better, better than I do. And I just went, and in my sassiest voice <laughs> that I can muster, I went, oh, so you're done then? <laughs> and he went, yeah, like, right, okay. Got dressed, it was so awkward. Got dressed, I was like, I was like enjoy London. I left and I was like, and I, and I, and I just remember making a real, and I, and I spoke to a few people after. I was like, can you believe this guy? Um, he just had zero tolerance, tolerance for, I mean, it was the same as though I'd literally just shit all over his bed. And I'd be, and I'm like, no, no, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's like, it was not this at all. Um, and this is something that and you, I just, you seem, you tend to get with total tops as well. It's like they, they don't have any idea what it is yeah. to do. They have no idea the process that that's gone into it. I mean, I, I mean, I was a fister at this point, and still, I was just like, "This is nothing, absolutely nothing." But I just thought, I will never make somebody feel that way. I mean, there is the different. Like, I mean, I've been with people, generally, if they're high, um, and it is like there, there's been zero attempt to clean out, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "Honey, no!" <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I can smell it from here. Like, mm-hmm. this is not happening. So there's a little, and even then, I'm not just like, "You're disgusting." I'm just like. Okay, I don't think this is going to happen. Yeah. You need to just yeah. I want to go come back another time. Yeah, I want to go a bit further. I've got another story I just thought of now. That oh, God. You told this one. Oh, sh- um, it's two stories. I'm going to meld them into one. Uh, happened with two different guys. Um, uh, let's say we're at a club. And in Berlin, it's pretty easy to f- find a, a club you can go to where you can have sex and fist and mm. you know to your heart's content and all of that i've 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 heard that about berlin yes oh i i used to be a prolific club fister <laughs> before the age of coronavirus began um back in my day uh they commonly... well, you took me to kit kat club yeah indeed exactly yes I, lovely. 
I believe I got fisted that night too, after you went home. I would have fisted with you, but... Uh... Bear in mind, I say it's about five in the morning, so I stayed the course, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was just, I think it was five in the morning, and I was like, I'm done. I, I'm wondering so, how late we arrived then. Maybe it was only about two in the morning. Oh, we are, no, we got in at like two in the morning. Mm-hmm. I yeah. remember very clearly. But I, I, I've been up so early that day, and I was just like, oh my God. But it was like, I need to go to Kit Kat Club. It's, I, and, and I knew that venue was closing soon. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, I need to go and see this venue. Um, so yeah, got there. Yeah, we were there like, Two, three hours? Oh, no, maybe maybe I left about four, and then I got into bed at five, something like that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I I, ha- I have stamina, ladies and gentlemen. I, ha- I have stamina, just for the record. <laughs> before before you continue. Sorry, go on. <laughs> and there's me probably there till about midday um, in, in mm. Berliner, true Berliner <laughs> fashion. Um, however, this was, not, this was not a night at Kit Kat, but I think rather a night at Bergheim or at Snacks Party, which happens twice a year. Mm. This big gay fetish party. And there was this one friend of mine that I, who was, who's mostly a top, but I'd been opening him up and uh, having some fun with him over the, over the previous weeks or months. And we decided we wanted to play. He ended up being unclean, but I was already going really well on his ass. And, you know, for someone who, who wasn't that open, I already had four fingers in him and I noticed that he wasn't clean. And I thought to myself, do I tell him? Do I just keep going? And I just kept going. And it didn't bother me at all, to be honest, especially with, you know, the atmosphere of the club, the music, the darkness, everything. And I think it was that point that I kind of reached uh, reached a, a new understanding of of what it is to, you know, keep going when when uh, the intimacy and the situation um determines it so so not being keep calm and carry on exactly keep calm and carry on so these days judging it you know for the particular situation um that's something i will do as a top because for me it's more important that the bottom achieves pleasure at that time um than whether you know things are a bit icky um and i understand that i'm a bit extreme uh, but I've become comfortable with that because, I mean, hmm. you know, I've been training on my own hole for however many years and shit happens. As every fister will tell you, shit happens. Um, you live with it. It's not the end of the world. Just relax. Just get over it. Yeah. It'll be clean yeah. again in half an hour anyway. So, yeah, it, I, I, I'm, yeah, I mean, just reiterate that point. Um, it's not really... I don't think there's a golden rule for this, really. I mean, hopefully there's a few little <laughs> tips and tricks you might have picked up from this. But ultimately, I think it is just creating an atmosphere of, like, it's okay. And, and as I say, your tolerance... If, 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 you, if, if you are freaked out by the touch of it, <laughs> the smell of it, this probably isn't for you <laughs> because exactly. this will happen. Which is, which is such a huge shame to say fisting is not for you. But honestly, that is true. If you get freaked out by shit, fisting is not for you. Yeah, as I say, my to- you know I have zero enjoyment from it, but my tolerance from it is just sort of like it's fine, it's okay, we've got this, we can take you know, and it's always uh, yeah. I mean, I've had these situations where the bottom's been really embarrassed, like oh my god, I'm so sorry. This I'm like it's fine. Generally, it is so okay. Like I understand you know, <laughs> this that this happens. I mean, it's not like you've done a giant turd on my hand. It's fine. Which even then, I'm like it's okay. I still like you. <laughs> exactly. And I, I like to say that to people um, a lot is, it's all right. I like you already. Um, 
And not like, especially like with good friends, it's like nothing you do or like any mistakes or whatever, shit on my hand, whatever. Um, it's not going to stop me from liking you. I already chose you, so you can relax. And that's what it's all about. It's about this relaxation, about the intimacy. Um, nothing. You don't want to let things get in the way of that. I want to bring it back now to some more specific things um, regarding technique, uh, uh, specifically around douching. Yeah, um, we already said it is an individual thing. So through trial and error, you work out what works best for your butt. That may mean. Having longer douching sessions, having shorter douching sessions, taking breaks in between. It might mean having a really long douching wand that goes up into your descending colon, 40 centimeters deep. It might mean having a little tiny one or just a bulb. Um, what do you use, BBG? Um, I've, I've had for years now, I've had um, a metal shower attachment. Same. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know whether... I mean, some people suggested getting a, like a plastic one. But then I always think with plastic, it just, it can degrade and it just, it just holds on to bacteria more. So I'm a bit, um, I'm a bit put off by that. So yeah, I've had a metal one for ages because I think it's just easier to clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really done the job, really. Um, it's not a super long one. It's probably about five, six inches long. Mm-hmm. So it goes a fair way in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I've, so I find that's perfect for just kind of, cleaning out that first chamber if i if i if, if the water has quite a high pressure um which i don't have much control of it will inevitably just get up to the second chamber um yeah and i really enjoyed that but i what i cannot get on with and i've had to do it in a few like awkward situations is use like like those um bulb douches yeah we just fill it up and you do which i can't think of anything worse and more time consuming i would I, w- I would rather just cancel than have to have to deal with that. <laughs> so for for a quick fuck, I will use a bulb. But however, you know, these days I don't I don't get just fucked much anymore. Um, if I just want to play in the rectum, like for fucking, then I will use a bulb. And I'm, I'd say you can get that done within about ten minutes. How do how deep do you put the water? So you, you said with with like a decent water pressure, it goes a bit beyond the first chamber. Yeah. Um, do you find that enough? Yeah, yeah. It, um, I mean, more than a dribble, not quite a fire hose. If that, if that, if that makes sense. <laughs> it's a fair <laughs> bit of playing room, I think. Um, yeah, but sure. Um, so I've just I was going on a run with with one of, one of my fist friends a couple of hours ago today, and uh, we spent most of the run talking about douching because I told him we were going to record this episode, uh, and he's got a very specific regimen. And I found it very interesting because it reminded me of what my regimen should be. Um, throughout the years on my blog, I've I've given the occasional douching tip or two. And um, it's amazing how lazy I am because I'll give these tips and I'll do a bunch of research and then I'll promptly forget what I recommended. And I will not instill these, these techniques in my life. For example, taking your fiber. Um, he, he mentioned something today about... Um, Doing, ah, this was very interesting. Like literally going in with the water once, just beyond your rectum. So he said specifically, uh, have, have like a liter of water go in. And I mean, there are certain bulbs and things you can use to, to measure if you wanted to, but have about a liter of water go in, which should go just beyond your rectum into your sigmoid. 
letting it stay there until you feel the need to push it out. So your body is like, okay, I'm activating the digestion now. Let's push out. You let it happen. Until that time, you go and do a bunch of other things, prepare your place, play space, whatever. Um, after that, you still keep waiting. You let your body just do the digesting by itself. And then uh, you go back again and again with one liter just once. This was like quite revelationary for me today because I what I've done until now is like over about five to ten minutes going in with about a liter many times, like 20 times in, out, in, out, in, out. And he said, well, your guts probably keep a fair bit of that water. He finds the guts keep that water. Mm. They want to over time eventually push the liter out again. Uh, maybe not all at once, like little bits at a time. Because, you know, there's heaps of folds, nooks and crannies in your guts. So, in fact, today, just before we started recording, uh, I did a first round of that. I literally put a liter of water in, left it in, had a shower, and then, you know, pushed it all out again. And I'm just seeing how this works for me because... Uh, of course, everybody's different, but that's the the method he's recommended, and that of course saves you a heap of water. It saves you a heap of time. It probably, I, well, it definitely stops your your guts from getting irritated, which is possibly the most important thing. Um, so I'd say over time, probably the the takeaway from this is not specifically that you should use that method, but it's that f you should find over time what works best for your body, <clears throat> such that you can optimize time um reduce water usage as much as possible i think we're all a bit guilty of that if i think back to you know all these years ago with uh with all the potato and tomato skins around me uh crying in the shower that like i must have used a reservoir full of water that day um reducing your water usage stopping your guts from getting irritated and that this is actually just an eco message this totally is, this is the point of this episode totally. <laughs> um so, so all of those things help you avoid having your guts get irritated because there's nothing worse than getting to the end of your dosing session and not being in the mood anymore because your guts are fucked. Um, not in the literal way. That's the method I'm now trying. Um, and he, he recommends, my, my running partner slash fist friend, um, like three to four times one liter, which is nothing. And it takes, like he does mm. it over about three hours. So there you go. Combined with, you know, good eating habits, specifically the ones we mentioned before, like simple carbs. Yeah, no meat, all of that. Again, this is just advice, you know, see what works for your body. I've just thought I really want a bidet. Do you though? I don't, I don't it's just coming to my head. I was like, it's like, I really want one. I am it so just seems confused so nice. by them. I, I, I sat on one for the first time while in ho on holiday uh, in Gran Canaria a couple of weeks ago as a joke because I was drunk with my friends in the bathroom. Um, and for the first time in my life, I considered that perhaps, perhaps it's for women to clean their vaginas. I'd never, that had never crossed my mind before. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Oh, is it? Have the gays ruined it again? <sighs> oh dear. And apparently, um, according Ooh, to my okay. Spanish friend, it is required by law that you have a bidet installed in every bathroom in Spain. I, I, I well, when I was living that. with my mum, there certainly wasn't one, so... Oh, maybe maybe you had an illegal an illegal bathroom without a bidet. Well, that was an illegal British TV being streamed into the house. So that <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. Maybe they go hand in hand. Um, maybe, yeah. Have you ever used one a bidet? No, that's why I want one. I just <laughs> I don't understand. There's nowhere to even attach your attach your douche hose to. 
It's just a tap. I'll make it work. It's or I'll just sit on the nozzle. I don't know. I did consider that. I was like, so just sit on the nozzle, just grab your lube and Yeah. Oh, I've got can I list a couple of, of uh final remarks? Find the pleasure in your douching. You know, we talked about um um setting the mood and everything. Use some scented candles, put on some music, use nice warm. I love water, a scented candle. Take your time. I love a scented candle too. Um this is again a, a completely personal thing. I know guys who take a thin dildo, thin thin long dildo, and some poppers and some lube into the shower with them, and they straighten their tract out using the dildo. Um, they have a little little party, a little pre party in their uh, in their shower while they douche, and I think it works. I've tried it a number of times. Um, straightening things out means that there's just a clear highway for your for your stuff to come out. Uh, if highway to success absolutely so if you're feeling like mm, there's stuff in there but it, it's not happening straighten it out yeah i did actually get one um one of the top toys um dildos the um the spike and i just got yeah. one of the smallest ones and i, I literally just use it as just like a little warm-up-y thing because it's about nine nine and a half ten deep so that's just enough to kind of hit your second ring mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like a ugh, like if anything's going to come out it's going to come out now yeah so it was it was it was it was very much a functional tool rather than like oh this is gonna feel amazing it was just it was just like I I I need something practical yeah absolutely because everything else I've got is just a beast spike is good for that it's so good at straightening you out uh, it's my my warm up toy for the for the depth mm. absolutely I like to think of it kind of think of douching as a bit of a meditation opportunity um, so like yeah focusing on your body seeing if you can kind of get your thoughts down to nothing. Because, I mean, you're not, it's not like you're really doing much there. You don't have to think too much. Taking time for yourself. Lie on your left side was a recommendation after you, like, Oh, yeah, I like that. Right? I like that a lot. Yeah. I do like, I, I, I do like doing that. I think I got that from Hunger FF, actually. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, just how your colon and everything's arranged. Like, if there's any water, if you lie on your left side, just grab it. It's just going to fall out. Yeah, absolutely. So I like doing that. Yep, yep, yep. And kind of, I think it, it, this belongs to that as well. Um, and I read this. I read this strangely on some blog about women's health. They were talking either they were talking about constipation or something. And so you can you can massage your your guts by going in a in the same direction as the guts, which I'd say what's that anti-clockwise. Um, so up the tra- up the ascending colon along the transverse and down the descending colon uh, in a circular fashion with both hands, like. Imitating peristaltic movement, which is the the movement your your gut muscles make when they're pushing shit down. I I don't know. It's uh it's something to try on if you're if you want to do some Gwyneth Paltrow style stuff. Well, uh, do you have any last remarks for our listeners? Don't go chasing waterfalls. Just follow the lakes and shores that you know. Amen. If you can apply that to your douching, you're halfway there. That's all I have. Very good. I'm a fan. <laughs> I love your shirt, by the way. Uh, Big Butt Geek has a shirt on of his own design uh, oh, with yeah. three different brands of lube. X-Lube, mm-hmm. K-Lube, and J-Lube. Available now. Looking sparkly. Mm-hmm. So, yep. happy douching. Don't fuck it up too badly. And don't lose sight of your fist afterwards. Right, I think that's everything. I, I really have no, nothing more to contribute. I'd really like a poo now. Well, I, I've got to go and do my second round of one litre. 
Um, oh god. So I will report back. But yeah, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm already feeling good. My guts are like, ooh, this is less water than normal.